0: He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. When he gets his ass kicked
1: by his teammates every week. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe Delio and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today we are going to be recapping the craziness of week 11 of college football on the FBS level. We're going to be talking about the outcomes from Georgia Ole Miss, Michigan, Penn State, and Washington, Utah. Sean, it was a very interesting weekend. Dude, I got killed in betting, by the way. We have to – I know that we always throw to the read first as people are coming in here. We're going to talk about bet online. A historic week. You and I both went 0 for 3. Uh, I felt terrible about myself because all of my games didn't hit in the early slate. And then I looked over and I checked which games you picked. And I was actively rooting against you when I saw that TCU was coming back. So it, it makes me happy that
2: you also did not cover. Yeah, it's tough. I was actually filing on for CFE and I had a three-leg parlay to hit for about, I don't know, 7232. Oh, look at uh, you. I, have, at I you. took a I took a favorites which sweated it out. I took a Georgia money line. I took oh. a Washington. Well, you money want to line, and oh. then I took a a Michigan money line and Ew. I got some odds on it and I liked it and I hit the bet so you can say you all you want. Uh, but um I did not reflect well or represent well. No, not me. And I will even throw in for you. And I, I'm gonna try to work as a team on like your selfish goofy ass saying you're s- against me. S- Oklahoma State. Wait, 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 we're in a competition here. What kind of shit are you talking about? Why would I why would I support you? I'm supporting the show's reputation. Yeah, get, get a grip. Get a grip.
1: If you're supporting the show's reputation, you'd get your damn picks up and you'd you'd have get more of them right
2: instead of being a record for you. Idiot. I didn't bet on Rutgers, so I didn't lose any money on him. Oklahoma State, UCF. Embarrassing. Yeah, Georgia yeah. Tech. Do the read. Kansas, Kansas. It took Kansas in real life. That was awful.
1: We're going to talk about that. There's I thought that quarterback things. broke
2: his leg and the bet was shot, and then he didn't, and it was like – Let's
1: matters. let's talk about that later because I wrote that down. We have to talk
2: about that. <sighs> Whatever. What sports do you like, Joe? You like all of them? Well, if you like all of them, then you can bet on all of them at betonline.ag. That's what you're going to want to do. All the hoops betting action, all the hockey betting action, all the football, which is so fun and thrilling betting action, watching your team lose to the one and eight Cardinals, all that stuff that gets you feeling things you haven't felt in, in years type of hatred that makes you, you hate yourself for, for an organization. It's incredible. What, what teams and gambling can make you are feel you, as a human head to bet online today. And remember to a little record, bit here, stop inter- interrupting my read. Sorry. They don't like it when you do that. They like my style better. Head to the bed <laughs> to online today. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Joe, I want you sending the, me the emails anymore because I'm tired of looking up Cam Rogers to to find my my email for the read. I need I need less involvement.
1: I think you should start. Uh, start more of a dialogue with cam rogers maybe you'd feel feel a little bit better about yourself i know who's not feeling very good today though sean that is penn state fans after the outcome of michigan penn state look this game played out exactly as we anticipated and heck you even clipped it you predicted this game word for word drive for drive the way that this thing played out this game Was so disappointing for Penn State that they fired their offensive coordinator after it, Mike is good team. I think that was a bit reactionary. And I was due, no, that that was that was a total diversion move by James Franklin because true knows that his his seat's going to start to heat up this year. It's going to like people are going to start talking at the end of the season, he's not going to get fired this cycle. But people are going to talk about it for next year. So what do you do? You fire fire offensive coordinator, and there's less blame on, on your plate. Um, Joe, that's, that's true. Okay. But
2: squandering a five-star and a five-star and a five-star and a guy that's going to the NFL, left tackle, and having that offensive output this season against the big two, in Barrett, that's not good enough. Wait, it's not I, good I, enough. Because they can okay. beat the teams. They can beat Iowa. They can beat the other teams. They yes. can beat Rutgers. They can beat Indiana. Who cares? Against the big two where this is all we've seen for the last 10 years, however long, just looking at this, and they can't get over the hump, and, oh, he beat him that year. Oh, that was great. That was great. He did it once. Great. Too bad. Offense was not good enough in those games this year, and we knew it coming in. I,
1: I understand that the production wasn't good, but the issue lies with the fact that they didn't have the receivers to run the offense that they're trying to run. They also I, – I don't put it on the play calling. I put it on a lot of decision-making by James Franklin. It's the – He's a doofus also. He's yeah. not, a, he's not of,
2: trust me. I'm not. Horrible in game decision maker. Horrible. Withholding blame from James Franklin, who is suspect 1A in disappearing. James Franklin is game seven, James Harden. That's what he is when it matters most. Games team, one, two, three,
1: and four, and five, and six, James Harden. Um, Not to cut you off. I do want to, I want to talk about this from the Michigan perspective because you, you know what, Sean, Penn State's, you know, they're, they're kind of past our conversation here. They're off the plate, man. We got to focus on the teams that are stepping up to the opportunity at hand to compete for a national championship. We said it. And again, you predicted this game perfectly. They came in to make a statement. Suspending Harbaugh the Friday before in order to do some type of chess move. Tony Petiti's trying to get
2: him off the sideline while he's in the air. Unbelievable. On Veterans Day. On a holiday at 4.00. I'm not even going to talk about I was working until 2 that day, that, that 2 a.m. That, that morning uh, because of all this nonsense for Tony Petiti. I'm not even upset about it. I it's just It was just cowardly. It was cowardly all over the place, embarrassing all over the place. And I cut you off, and I'll talk about who's really embarrassing after this.
1: You're good. The It's a total lawyer move, what he did. Total, total time it up. It's kind of like one of those bits where uh, where you'll see – uh, you know, deliberately trying a case in another district or something along those lines, which is probably going to happen in this court case with, sure. the, with the countersuit that is going to be filed by Michigan. It's probably going to be somewhere really obnoxious just to give you a big middle finger to the Big Ten. But they're trying to, to posture here. They're trying to catch them off guard. They're trying to position themselves to get horrible off the sideline. And it did the complete opposite. It had the complete opposite effect. We saw the emotion of this team after the game. I, we said it. They were looking to make a statement. You set them up to make a statement. I don't think that they stole any signs in this one, dude. And I know that it sounds like I'm glazing Michigan, and I've tried not to. But you can't do this shit and expect them not to, to, to turn the narrative against you, to use it in their favor. It's just like the freaking Houston Astros. Of course they're going to rally behind something when you go out of your way to punish them, when they're a good baseball team. The same shit's going to happen with Michigan.
2: I like that the people that consistently make more sense than they don't, and I'm grouping you in that category barely, uh, uh, but but people in my life that make more sense than they don't have similar thoughts about this. Uh, uh, Wetzel had similar. It, it, it's It's, why would you, first of all, Michigan's your ticket, Big Ten, this year. Yeah. They're your ticket, and you're shitting on them. Okay, cool. You wanted to make a move, new guys in office. All right, that's the move you're making. You're not realizing that Michigan's just going to lawyer you to hell. Harbaugh doesn't care. Uh, uh, The team is looking for any excuse to get motivated. Uh, They already had it at the beginning of the year with with Harbaugh getting suspended by the school. And then you saw the overreaction after the game from Michigan. They had no business crying like uh, sure, more good win awesome good job dude it's hard to win games it's hard and i'm not going to take it away because because winning a game is a great feeling but holy hell could we keep it together it's penn state we knew how it was going to go you were so much more talented than them so much more disciplined much better coached you're crying after the game Wait, OK, like, so like the, Harbaugh had passed on to the ethereal plane.
1: Th- th- this is this is where I, I would. I don't I don't really completely agree with here on on everybody criticizing him. What is wrong with this?
2: Team? And it's not him. It's just emphasized by the Michigan fans, though. Uh, I, I and the get Michigan that. fans get a hold of it. And when they get a hold of something, it stops being cool.
1: That's a fair. That's a that's a fair point. Like I just I still stand by here though that I, I you pissing off a Michigan team is not going to Stupid. produce good results. And by the way, for anyone who who would love to question if uh, if I have some sort of Michigan bias, I grew up not liking Michigan. I was a
2: Notre Dame fan. It was Why one would of those. Ones... They're they're babies. Michigan is spoiled babies. Okay. Okay. Am I wrong? Uh, you're, you're... Notre Dame is too. You so you know, spoiled. I really don't care.
1: My other big thing, I want to, we got a couple comments I want to get to in a second. My other big thing with this, though, I think that it's it's pretty clear that Michigan will beat Ohio State. It's at yes. Michigan. They managed to succeed the way that they did without, without needing J.J. McCarthy. They just said, we're going to run the ball down your throat and we're going to end this game our way. We're going to body you on both sides of the football. I do not think that that Ohio State offensive line can block that front that Michigan brings to the table. Mm-mm. Mason Graham, Josiah Stewart, like those du- those dudes are monsters, man. There are so many good football players on that on that
2: defensive line. Can you explain to me, and I wasn't going to vote for him, but I don't like this move cuz it just felt it, it was so odd that it made me uncomfortable. Can you explain to me the Michigan self-assassination of of JJ McCarthy's Heisman ballot? Can you, yeah. can you make some sense of that for me? Because yeah. when I think about it, I get uncomfortable with the things that I've heard about J.J. McCarthy, with the way that he's performed this year, his ability, his all of this, everything he's done this year has led to, oh, you're undefeated in the Big Ten, and you're going you're gonna to be, be in the playoff, and you're the quarterback of that team, and you've been good through all the adversity. Sure, you should be on the podium. I'm not saying you should win it, Daniels or Penix or Ollie Gordon or whoever the hell. Mike Gordon's out of it now, too. Yeah, well, just top of the head. Yeah, But all these other dudes are going to be up there, too. You should be up there. You you have the resume. But no, versus Penn State, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you back there, and you're going to hand it off 32 straight times because of our ego. Because of our ego, you don't get to throw the ball, and you have people like me thinking that you were injured. Because you were not calling pass plays. Joe, was he injured? And are you equally as uncomfortable about this this Heisman sabotage? Well, well, okay. I don't think it was an ego
1: thing, first of all. I don't think he was injured because he did, they did run him at at times in the in the latter part of this game. I just think, and a lot of play callers for some reason turn away from this. It's like when you're playing Madden and you're playing online with some random person. And you just keep running the ball between the tackles, and you're like, How? why do I keep getting four or five yards? He's not adjusting the front. For some reason, he's still a nickel. I know, I'm not saying the Penn State did this, but it's the thought process of if if it's working, why would we not just keep doing it? And that's literally the, that was literally the offensive approach. There was no, let's get creative. We've got this mismatch in this situation, in this spot. It was just, okay, run the football. Run the football. Run the football. Keep running that- the football.
2: That's genuinely the only answer I'll accept. That right there is the only one I will accept. Because if it came down to talent or trust, I was ready. If you said I was ready for you to say the line and explode, but I'm not going to because you have that. Um, if it was something about they don't trust McCarthy, then the whole narrative of the season is blown up. Then the entire oh. narrative- Oh, which, which, I, which, I actually which is do the, believe that. I actually theme. do.
1: I actually do believe that they do not trust McCarthy.
2: Then why are they saying that he is the best quarterback to walk through the doors in not. Michigan since, since the school's been founded? I said, why this is Harbaugh not,
1: saying that? I got killed. I got freaking killed for saying this. But JJ McCarthy's not like he's not as good as everybody thinks. And I had well, a lot I, of conversations I'm with in the my same scouts. Boat,
2: but they've been pulling me out of that boat, Joe. They've been pulling me out of that boat. Well,
1: that's your fault for getting pulled no, out. No, of this no, no, they
2: they. No, I I had not left the boat, Joe. They've been you're, pulling me. They've been pulling me. You're you're too big it's, to the, be jumping in the water, dude. I was in this little raft getting onto a boat in, in Ibiza. I thought the whole thing was going to go under. I I just it was like a little transport boat to the actual My boat we're going to be on for the day, and it was me, two other dudes, and another man, and three dudes were like the other two were offsetting me on the other side. I was sitting. I'm sitting here like, this this bitch might sink. I might lose my bag, my phone, my wallet, everything. It was like a 30-second ride. I'm glad I wasn't with you because that would have frightened me.
1: Uh, quick question here from Brian C. Does the college football playoff Committee automatically bypass a bubble Michigan team because of the college football? Not a chance standoff?
2: in hell, Brian. Can he you imagine have, the television? If they have one loss...
1: Maybe, but you bring you just bring up a really good point. Ultimately, ESPN Why would has you leave the, them off. They have the biggest interest in this, and you have the biggest talking point to talk about the scandal uh, to to have them in there. The ESPN would absolutely they all they have peddled this shit for the past couple of weeks. They're absolutely going to put Michigan in no matter what. They also don't have the authority to say that they're they feel uncomfortable because they did not conduct yeah. an investigation, nor do they have the information except from an outside source to make that decision. Trust me. I
2: I I'm fully aware TV is running it and I'm running every story that I can uh, that involves Michigan because it's doing numbers right now. And we got to remember at times what's doing numbers. They're going to try to roll with it. The the TV companies will do everything they can to get Michigan in, in the playoff. Everything they can. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it boggles my mind how
1: Petiti, who is a former TV guy, doesn't. Doesn't acknowledge that, but it is what it is. Uh longer than the room. We've we've got our good friend Big Iron in the chat, who is a Washington mm-hmm. football fan. He was uh he sent me a picture from the game. It seems like he was having a very good time. Let's talk about this Washington, Utah game, and then we're gonna round things out with George Ole Miss because that really is telling that game. Dude, yeah. I, I, I think that one thing for me stands on Washington, and it was proven by the fact that Utah abandoned trying to run the football later on in this game. I think what continuously, despite Washington having a bad defense, what makes them so dangerous is they constantly, constantly force their opponent to play their game, even though nobody in the country is equipped to play their game. Their game is fast break basketball. They're just moving the ball, passing up as far as they can up the court until they get to the bucket, and then they slam it in. That's the game that they play, and it works. And the problem is is that a team like Utah, or if theoretically if they make if Washington makes the playoff if, if Alabama can't play this football game they can't i know that Alabama fans don't want they've gotten ups, they've gotten upset at me on on Rafino
2: and Joe for saying that they can't play that
1: game well to I offset would,
2: it the the question arises can vice versa happen can Washington play that football game that Alabama plays but that's what that i'm Michigan getting at here. Or, or so that's what i'm getting at here is that Washington
1: keeps doing this where They keep playing their game and forcing other teams to play theirs. That's what has worked for them.
2: It works. It gets, it gets, they make me nervous. I have a lot. I had a lot of thoughts on this game, actually. When when I see teams like Washington, it always draws me back to that Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl where the Seahawks kicked the hell out of them. And it was great defense versus great offense. I always just brought brings me back to it because in recent memory, that's the most uh, like tale of two different teams meeting up in my mind. It's made a huge impact and Seattle won that. Because they had a phenomenal defense, their offense was still capable, which I think Alabama has. But I said on CFE, this is the game that Utah. This is when Utah does it, right? They they're already out. They're already. Out. They're not. They're not making the CFP. You know, they their their chances are done. So now it's time to ruin somebody else. And if they didn't try their hardest, I would. I don't know what I was watching on Saturday. It, it, Utah wanted to to fuck up the entire Pac-12. This game, they were ready. It was going to be fun, and they were, they were executing, and they had huge mistakes from Washington. And the only reason I'm still confident in Washington is because Pac-12 teams lose this game to Utah when the st- when they when they're sloppy they lose to Utah. Mm. When Utah's playing offense and they're running the, the Utah running back is fen- just just makes me so happy to see true football players being football players and teams saying you know what I know what you can do go take the ball score for us I love that when all that stuff's clicking for Utah defense is doing fun. Utah wins those games. This is, this is, we're following the PAC 12 script, everybody. All right. Week 11. All right. You thought mess it all up. Thanks. Uh, we won't get into the CFP now. Gotcha. Noted Washington still won. It's impressive. It's impressive that the great, that's why Washington is a great team, not just a good team with a great offense because they still won the game. Right. Well, so that's what's
1: constantly forgotten throughout throughout all this, the critics of Washington throughout this process. And then, look, I think that Oregon's more well-rounded, but it has to be noted, Washington still won that football game, and they did exactly what I just talked about. They forced Oregon to try and play their game at the end of that game, and they couldn't really do it. Obviously, Dan Lanning's mistakes factor into it. Obviously, that plays into yes. it. But what you're saying there is true. In every opportunity that everybody has sat here and said, they're going to lose this game. They're going to lose this game. They're going to lose this game.
2: They have stepped up and they've won. Try to tear them down. You can keep trying to tear them down. And I think a lot of people could still make valid points and arguments. Uh-huh. They're still winning football games, though. And that's all I care about. You know what is very true? And mm-hmm. I, I said
1: I, I said this on, on the other show that I was just on. That's I think funny. that Washington is – You don't want to, to the show? Rufino and Joe. Yeah, that was weird. I think that Washington is this year's TCU. I really think that they are. That everyone is going to kind of just—they're the magic
2: them. team. They—they they re- oh, really. I don't think know that if they are the magic, magic team. Oh, because when, the team, when, when they, they shit their just, pants, we can't just say there's a magic team every year. Magic. No, 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 doesn't no, no, no. no. This is
1: this is doesn't the magic team because boy, they've shit their pants. Get your finger out of my face, dog. They've shit their pants, and then they're suddenly big. out of nowhere, it's like they—perfect examples. Arizona State, no business winning that game because they play god awful. Pick six to win the football game, Utah. Utah's climbing. You know they're they're trying to keep this thing close. Yeah. Pick six. Ball is dropped at the one, an ensuing safety, and then despite a missed field goal, they win the football game. I they're pulling the same shit that TCU did last Ooh. year.
2: Oh brother! I'm telling you, I just have so much love for that TCU team last year and the magic that. But, God, okay. They're them technically. They have had some similar wins. Technically, I don't know if I'm ready to call the Magic team yet. I can't call no um... Magic team, Magic team, Magic team, because they had a great quarterback coming in. They had a stellar wide receiver wide receiver room coming in. I, you were tweeting about their edge rushers uh, all off season. Like they've had talent all across the board. No one was doing that for TCU last year. I get you. The, 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 your premise is, is okay. Good. That's a fair point. That's a fair. That's a my premise is that your
1: premise the team is fine. that everyone yeah. keeps shitting on. That's everyone. I like, want to hate the premise. Ah, don't put him in. Don't it. put him in.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's fair point. Um, any other thoughts on this game before we talk about Georgia? I just want to keep watching Washington football. Thank God for the Pac 12 this year. It's been it. I've had conversations. I was having conversations today, and I'm like, you know what? The SEC is boring. The Big 12 has like. One to two good teams that you you know is exciting to watch mm-hmm. outside of the big rivalry games. Uh, Big 10 sucks, a- even their good games suck. Like that Michigan, uh, uh, Penn State game was still like it wasn't brutal to watch, but it was teetering. ACC slop fest, like, like Florida State, Miami. Close State. Game. Oh, it was a close game, slop fest. The Pac 12 has been college football's saving grace, and these TV executives have stripped it away from us. And George Klyovkov uh, is going to go down as as a historic uh, a dunce for letting it fail. And, and he's just late, and I know the timing happened, and it happens all the time. It's not the first realignment. I get it, dude. Uh, but I am thankful for the Pac-12 this year because when, when 9.30 rolls around and you still have a little bit of an itch for football, oh, here's the best goddamn game of the day. I, well, wait, wait, wait. To be fair, though, that used to not really be the case. They used to I, I, really understand. I under. I trust me. I get it. There's a lot of a lot of lot of tough Pac-12 games that I had to sit through.
1: I, I still. I'm gonna miss it, and I don't know how this is gonna turn out for these late night games. I used to miss. You go to a bar with your buddies, and then they're you know they're just it's the best. They're just running around, just completely dirt bagging, and then you're just kind of chilling, and you're like, ah, oh, there's a game on. I can look at. Oh, this game. Hey. Can I bet on it? Oh, I can bet on. it. Oh yeah
2: you got yourself a knight. RIP. RIP the Pac-12. All right, final thoughts here. Georgia, Old Man. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: Um, I don't think we need to really dig deep on this one. Dude, this was just a dismantling. This was a complete and utter, utter bludgeoning. I really think that the country needs to be on notice. The college football world needs to be on notice. That healthy Georgia, not the same as what they've been over the past couple of years, years, but they're mean. still the best team in the country. And they should be ranked as the number one team in the country. I know that Michigan looked good yesterday. You can try to create any goofy arguments with Ohio State if you really want to, but Georgia
2: is the best team in the country. It's it's impressive to see what Georgia did because Ole Miss. You're watching it like, oh, Ole Miss is kind of keeping it close, you know. Judkins, I said, dummy Jackson Dart. I'm not calling him a dummy, but I he took a hit on the goal line, right? -hmm. One of the first couple drives, I said, within the next, he's going to hurt. He's going to get hurt this game because Georgia hits differently than other teams hit. They tackle differently, they tackle hard. It is grown men, NFL players tackling you like that. And Jackson Dart got the game hit out of him in the fourth quarter. And it wasn't even necessarily his fault. He just took too many hits. Kiffin running him on draws. What are we doing? Oh, he's a good athlete
1: when you can't pick up any. Play. Oh, but you're right. This, this where we, is where we talked about this. Plan. That is We're, not
2: the game plan, Joe. We, we talked about floor, this. Run it with your quarterback. Who's, who's better throwing the ball than running? Well, nobody was getting open. We talked about this. We said that if Lane does
1: what he did against Alabama, where he just completely calls some doofus game because he's coaching
2: scared. Of course, they're going to get blown out. What was he doing? That shouldn't be in the play call. If Jackson Dart wants to scramble because nobody's open and gets six yards, that's his decision. It should not be, all right, they're at the eight, uh, snap, snap the dart, he tucks it, runs forward for three yards as Georgia uh, defenders tackle him and crushes rib cage. That's not a play call, pal. That is not what you do against that team. You dial it up. You dial it up some way. Hide the tight end. Hide the tight end trick works for every team. When is Ole Miss going to do it? Go ahead, I don't have do a it. tight end. I don't have a tight end to do it, throw it to. I could hide a De Leon the DeLeon on a field and you would get a touchdown.
1: You think I couldn't. I don't I'd be know able to that. do it. I, don't know. I, I, I
2: would scheme no you up shot. a score in a college football game. I promise you.
1: there's actually a really good point by Big Iron here. Is Georgia looking this good a product of, of being weak or good or a weak SEC? So here's the thing. I think that if they were scraping by and they were only winning by like a couple of scores, or like 10 points, kind of like they did against Mizzou, uh, if they did that against Old Miss, and if they go on to do that against Tennessee, the the point that you're making it being a weak SEC then benefiting from it. Um, but I really believe that the fact that they're just blowing out the teams that are supposed to be like a challenge for them isn't is pretty indicative that they're as good as they're advertised. And as we've tried to talk them up, that why they deserve to be number one, they blowed out, they blowed out, they blew out Kentucky. Mm. They blew out Ole Miss and they're about to blow out Tennessee. The only one who gave them a challenge is one of the few other good teams in the conference, which is Missouri, who doesn't get enough love.
2: So, no, yeah, I think that it's their, team they're that good. Gave they gave them some bump and it still wasn't that close. Yeah. Georgia, I, I truly believe Georgia would look the same level of dominance in every other conference. Every it, it would look the same, no matter who they were playing. And then, if we want to have a conversation later on in the year, about the CF team, uh, CFP teams that they're going to have to play, whether it's Alabama or Ohio State or Michigan or whoever, like they have shown me zero reason to not expect them to win and cover and do what they need to do. They handle business, and the offense has taken great steps in the last Massive. couple of weeks. Massive. Carson, I, Beck, Carson Beck looks like a dude, and I'm not saying he is a dude. No, he but is remember, a dude. But, but they found a way. Georgia found a way to make Stetson Bennett look like a dude at times. They're finding ways. They find ways with that offense. It takes a little bit, but the offense is looking sharp also. Who wants to play them? Not me.
1: I also think like an interesting angle on this is I think that the counter a counterpoint could be brought up and be completely valid of saying like if Michigan's basically doing that, you know, I would argue that Michigan and Ohio State are more guilty of this this question than Georgia is, where they beat the hell out of the bad teams and then the second tier teams, they beat them by a score and a half, and then they go to the college football playoff. Like that, that's would literally win what the Big both Ten them West have
2: done. Ole Miss would win the Big Ten West. I don't I don't think so.
1: I argued with Blake about this. I do not think so. I do not think that, that old Miss beats Penn State. Their offensive line is not good enough. Their
2: no line up. what their their offensive line had a long day. You know, yeah I, well they had a kid who was out I, yeah. the whole oh thing my god and i hate i just i bring this up just because add i had to i, I just had i was going to text you on saturday about it but i couldn't i didn't believe it when i heard it uh it might have been gus or the analyst in the in the booth was saying during the uh michigan penn state game that michigan has seven nfl offensive linemen on the team right now i saw that right tackle for michigan
1: oh he's and
2: bad i'm not gonna hate i'm not I'm not in the business because you could pull up my film and look at me bending at the hips and not at the knees. And you can watch me getting put on my neck and you can watch me tripping over my own feet. So it's all. So I, I'm. Who is saying and I know it's not you, right? Who is saying they have seven NFL linemen on their team? Uh, right now? Uh, on I, me, I, I mean, need to I'll figure look. out who which analyst said that because I will exactly. just have a little bit of a problem with
1: it. Zach Zinter, yeah. I mean, it's just lazy analysis to do the. Their offensive line is good, and they work collectively well as a unit. So that must mean that all of them are good. That's not true. Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. it's not.
2: It's not true. Georgia, Georgia has seven yeah. NFL offensive linemen. They do. The yeah. Michigan. Michigan's tackles would play guard in the NFL and not do great, uh, uh, and we would see a repetition of Jalen Mayfield. How do you do with the Giants? By the way, right?
1: No, Jalen Mayfield wasn't on the Giants.
2: He got. This is, this is a Michigan offensive lineman drafted third round by the Falcons, uh, was, was hideous in Atlanta. And, and he was trying. He just was not built for... He was in that awkward point where he was a good college tackle, bad NFL guard. But he wasn't good enough to be a good NFL tackle. Uh, Atlanta cuts him after two years. He goes to the Giants when they have literally five healthy offensive linemen. They still cut him.
1: That sounds about right. Mayfield, hey, <laughs> yeah. stinks. thanks. Uh, T up a really good point. I forget the kid's name. He is right that it was a transfer from... Uh, arizona state and he has not really been yeah 52
2: yeah i was watching him yeah, was i was watching or not to watch chop robinson or it wasn't uh chop robinson this guy
1: was shot Ch- uh, it, Ch- it was chop robinson completely cooked his ass multiple times Man.
2: uh he did but he also got burned early in the game by dennis uh, smith I, abdul carter is that the name
1: uh number 11 or are you thinking of 33 uh, i don't know god he got beat. dennis be sutton be is the is the kid I, that i'm I that I, know. thinking of uh, we don't need to sit here and play the name game um Final other thoughts here. Uh, first one that I have, I said at the beginning, we got to talk about what happened at the end of this Kansas game. So you and I both had betting interest in this game, which just makes this even more frustrating. JCB goes out of the game, horrific injury, bad. They bring in this third kid in, and the, the guy can't throw the football. I mean, the thing is just not getting to receivers. He's like under 50% completion. Making
2: percentage. his first ever college pass. I'm like, oh, God, no. he was. He his was first ever? He didn't take one before this? He, oh, was, first, fellas, this might be he was.
1: He was completely in for a long day. Devin Neal puts him back in the football game. Yes. Devin Neal plays his freaking ass off. And I guess it's kind of fitting that it ended like this, but they they get the ball down by three in a position to take the lead. All the momentum is in their favor. The defense is rallying. They, they get all these big, this big, massive stop. They have yeah. all the momentum. They go down third and goal, and they call. Can offensive coordinators please just stop getting so stupidly, overly – it's not even creative – overthinking opportunities – they called a halfback pass with Devin Neal. When the entirety of the day he was running all over that defense, it's disgusting all over behavior. that defense, it's really and they disgusting run
2: disgusting behavior that makes you sick. On
1: third down, do it on first down, first and goal. If you, I'll really take it on
2: second. <sighs> if you have to get it to me on second, worry. I'll take it on second.
1: You had all the momentum. You had all the momentum. And you allowed them to go down the field and kick a field goal to win the football game because you didn't play any defense on that last drive. It is such a energy suck to not score there. I don't kick even a like you talking
2: about it again. I really don't even like that you're having this conversation about it again. I was dumbfounded, perplexed, coordinators, bewildered. They, it's not it's not creativity anymore. It's just theft, and it's it's bad theft. It's it's theft that doesn't even apply to your team. Like you have a guy that played, you know, that's like your fourth emergency quarterback, right? He's got a good arm, and he played a lot of it in high school. He's get recorded, recruited as a quarterback, but he's like a better wide receiver or a better tight end. Run right it with him; he can do it. Just putting the ball in anybody's hands, and we've I've seen it on every level this year, every level. Sick it, of it,
1: dude. It happens in a goal to go situation or a two point situation. It happens like once a game. It happens once again in the
2: red zone. Why can't anybody score in the red zone?
1: Because no one wants to nut up, strap their freaking chin strap on and just say, we're going to, we're going to run the ball down the middle. Nobody wants to do that.
2: The backwards, the backwards stuff that I see is okay. It's first and goal from the 10. Let's run the inside. Let's run in inside the tackles here. That's stupid to me. Pass it or run outside the tackles. Uh, Okay, now we're that we got two yards. Okay, second and we're on the eight second and goal. We're going to run it again. And then uh, or we're going to pass our quarterbacks to scramble to like the two yard line. You know, okay. Okay, fellas, let's bring in the jumbo unit. Let's bring in all the big boys and load it up. Oh, it's a pass. Oh, it's a pass and it's well covered and it goes nowhere or it's a trick play or it's or it's the the, the brotherly shove that fails. I'm and, so or, sick of
1: people calling I'm it that, by so, the way.
2: I don't know what to call it. The quarterback sneak anything but I just where is the smart route? Where is the oh, here's a tight end that we slipped out in the flat or here's a running back we slipped out of the flat or and I was talking about this with people I was drawing up plays in my kitchen Joe the halfback pitch to the uh, outside I missed the, the days fast we, running back to the corner I miss the days when we had pick routes man
1: I, I want to see receiver just blow up a DB and somebody get wide open I know it's illegal I think that we need more pick routes I don't know why that that we just gave up on those I haven't seen a good pick route in decades even though I've only been alive for two of them that was a really weird mm. statement by me nice. uh, your first
2: other thought from the weekend uh, let me go and see what they are. You have my mind racing with conversation right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here's I just had a little hypothetical for you. I like talking ball with you. So I got a little question for you. Uh, are you more worried about Florida State or Washington closing this thing out undefeated? I I think Florida State. I, I think that these teams are built very
1: That's similarly. But answer. I, I think that Florida State is not as despite them both having deficiencies. I don't think that Florida State is as offensively potent to overcome
2: those deficiencies. I think uh, Washington's resume. Even if Washington's resume, they play better teams. If some crazy stuff yeah. happens, I think they get a deferred nod. Uh, Florida State, you're playing in the ACC. What if they lose if, they lose? if they lose, they lose. They're out. There's too much. It's too. It's too crowded at the top. I think I'm also more worried about Florida State.
1: Speaking of uh, Florida State and the, their opponent this weekend against Miami, uh, that was my other thought this weekend. So I've been a big critic of Tyler Van Dyke, uh, Miami, I've, Miami, I Miami heard fans. I have about it. I By the way, so after the incident that happened with Tyler Van Dyke in this game, which I'm going to get to in a second, I I, I was so petty and, and riled up. I went back and liked a bunch of uh, tweets directed at me that were very, very not friendly uh, from early September. You know, sometimes you just got to remind people that they were wrong and that you were right. Uh, I absolutely was that individual on Saturday night. But what I'm getting at here, um, Emery Williams, who played in this game, uh, was a freshman quarterback who played a, a not a great game, but played well enough to put his team in a position to, to maybe win this football game. Suffers just a horrific bad injury. He had to go to the hospital, I believe. Tyler Van Dyke doesn't even start. And he manages to come in the game and do the most Tyler Van Dyke thing ever, which is move the ball down the field. And then try way too hard and throw one of the just most jaw-dropping interceptions that you have ever seen. That's the boy. It, it is so goddamn funny that the guy had one series. It took him one series to come into the game and to turn the ball over. I it's 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 like um uh who is that one uh look. Tom Savage is the, is that the one goober that was from Pitt who played for the uh, the, for the Raider in the Texans it's like him where you just everyone talks about it. this is my probably my best cop everyone just talks about him like man like he's kind of got something and he has like a cu- couple of just like nice throws and then he just throws one of the worst interceptions that you've ever seen and then he comes into a different game and he throws an even worse interception and then he throws four and then he throws three a different game he is the most turnover-prone quarterback in the most hilarious way that I have ever seen, and it, it it's satisfying. That's all I, I gotta what? say.
2: You have made me add a new chapter into the book. The book of Adrian Martinez is now acknowledging uh, Tyler Van Dyke as one of the prophets. Don't you? Do so do this. Tyler Van Dyke is now he is now a part of the chapters of history
1: so you now admit wait, wait now you admit that adrian martinez was dog shit and that what are you talking about
2: a book can have multiple themes idiot that doesn't multiple make any characters. sense so it's
1: just, th- it's just a list of quarterbacks it's well, just yeah. a list of quarterbacks book? <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> book in the history of books you fucking well, yeah. moron a, a book with adrian martinez and, and i'm gonna and write a bunch of names down Tyler names Ray that Mike? i like names that i'd like to remember is that I, I what got, it is i got a whole book full a of moron
2: people. yeah i'm sure this book's still getting written, still getting written. I'm glad there's another, I'm glad uh, there's another great quarterback, another goaded quarterback that gets under your skin. I love it.
1: Oh, so is that what the list is? is the list of quarterbacks that are under it's my list
2: skin? of goaded ass quarterbacks that get under your skin and on your nerves. That's what the book is that you couldn't see what they really did for the sport.
1: Um, I'm trying to think of the, do you have any other final thoughts? No, I don't care.
2: All right, relax. You just knocked my book. Your book stinks. Get a better book. What books do you have?
1: Not enough. All right, I yeah. think that's good enough to wrap us up on. We yeah, had to go take the like FCS it. show. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. Folks, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Check us out in the podcast version if you want to tune in on audio. Apple, Spotify, wherever you find a podcast. We'll be back with more Enjoy the rest of your weekend.